Hello and welcome to Tech Crack, the podcast series brought to you by Sync NI. We are Northern Ireland's leading technology and business media company, and this podcast series will see us interview some of the best, brightest, and most influential thought leaders from across NI's business and tech sectors. Find out more on SyncNI.com or follow us across our social media channels. And enjoy. This week, I spoke with Keith Farley, the managing director of Aflac Northern Ireland. Aflac announced back in October 2019 that it will be creating over 150 jobs in Northern Ireland over the next five years. Now, on the firm's one-year anniversary in NI, I talked to Keith about how his first year has been here in Belfast, how recruitment is going, and of course, how the business has dealt with COVID and its implications. First and foremost, Keith, uh, you know, how has your, it's your one-year anniversary here in Belfast, how has it been? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, you know, all things considered, right? So <laughs> I, I won't mention the the C word because I, we're hearing so much of it. But, you know, from a company standpoint, it is amazing to think that, you know, a year ago we had one employee and, you know, today we have 62 employees. Um, you know, it's, it is it is massive growth for, for the company. And we're fortunate to be in the position that we are to be able to grow, you know, even in these times. Um, it's definitely not how we imagined it going, you know, in terms of, onboarding and interviewing and so on and so forth. But I've been impressed with how quickly everybody's adjusted to, to the new way of doing things and that we've been able to, you know, still be where we are. So I think it's all in all been great. Yeah, because last time I was talking to you, I think it was April, you had doubled from, I think, around 20 to around 40 employees. So you've already, you've sort of like tripled it then, like, you know, yet again from, from a year ago. Uh, so yeah, congratulations. Has it been just sort of all virtual onboarding, things like that? Yeah, it has. So, you know, we back in back in March, we had interviews set up for the very next day. And, and we went home uh, one of those days in March it was March 13th. And so then essentially the next day, we just shifted all the interviews, we sent out an updated invite and took out the billing and put in the WebEx, you know, and, and, and that was it. We really didn't have time to think about it. We just, you know, you had to make that immediate change. And then we've continued that way. I, I do think that, you know, it's, it's got to be a strange experience to start with a new company completely virtual and not not to meet anyone and then to be working there for six months completely virtual but at the same time I think everyone's everyone's kind of used to it and I don't want to say we're okay with it but we're we're used to it if nothing else so it is a it is an interesting way to start a company but you know needs must and and that's where we are so going from from 20 in the office to now 60 you know we've got what 66 percent of people that have never been in the office or seen another Affleck person and 33 percent that have and that is it is a wild thought, but uh, you know it, it is what it is. And and the team, you know, has done a lot to to really bring the culture about uh, remotely and virtually. And the team has just been a great team with that, and everyone's been been game for it, which has been nice. Yeah, and so whenever the first lockdown sort of eased, um, did, were any of you guys able to get back into the office at all, or has it just been total uh, working from home since March completely? Yeah, so we had uh, we had rotations going on for part of September. Um, where we basically have teams of eight or nine people. And so we had a team that could come in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so on and so forth. So, you know, nine or 10 people in the office and it's an office built for 130 people. So plenty of room to social distance. Um, we did that for a few weeks in September, which I think was a nice break for people to get, you know, out of the house, to get into a work environment, to do some collaboration and have some creativity, you know, together in, in, the, in the same building. Um, you know, obviously a few weeks ago, you know, that had to stop, but we, we thought it might be a window that we were in of, of opportunity to, to bring some people together. Um, and, and looking back, you know, it, it was a bit of a window. Um, it also showed me that, 
you know, moving forward, there is a balance we want to have with people being able to come in the office as well as work from home. So, you know, some of these companies that are shifting to 100% remote forever, full stop, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not in that, in that camp. I think that there's a collaboration, there's a creativity and innovation happens when people come together and are able to bounce ideas off of each other. And I just think that the, the remote environment, while you can keep getting work done independently and somewhat as a group, you lose out on some of the collaboration and the creativity that happens naturally when, when folks are together. So for me, having people come in for a couple of weeks, you know, re reminded me the importance of that and look forward to a time when we can get back to two to three days a week from home, two to three days, three days a week in the office, but you know, a little bit of, of, of the best of both worlds there. Yeah, everyone I've been talking to have sort of, like you said, like they're sort of excited for that hybrid sort of a model. Like some people might think that they do work better from home and some people work better in the office, but to be able to have that choice, it sort of breaks up the week for you as well. You know, being able to get in and, and just see other people's faces apart from the people that you constantly live with within the same four walls at home, having that, yeah. that water cooler chat you and I were talking about a few months ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it is, you know, and you just, I think that, you know, for the first few months, everybody could keep things going and you just sort of had momentum, you know, to, to carry you. But over time, I think that momentum starts to slow, the, the creative momentum. So, yeah, you just, you know, you, you spend so much time at work that you really want to get to know the people that you work with. And you can only do so much over, over Zoom and WebEx and you can only do so many, you know, trivia games and things like that um, before it's just exhausting. So, I do think that you know hybrid wins out in, in the future. And I think that what we'll all take away from this time is that we could we could go remote, it was possible. We also can make decisions really quickly and that was possible. You know, uh, nothing like a pandemic to teach you how to move quickly and, and to do things quickly. So hopefully that's a, that's a takeaway that, you know, that companies can, can take from this. Um, but yeah, I think hybrid's definitely gonna be the way to go. Yeah. And you're en route to, you know, whenever you guys first set up base here in Belfast last year, you said that you plan to employ 150 people within Aflac's Belfast base over the next five years. And obviously, you know, you're progressing really well. You know, as you say, you've got over 60 at the minute. Uh, you know, are you still fully en route to making that goal? I know no one can plan for the future at the minute because everything's up in the air, global pandemic ways. But what are your sort of short term future goals around that? Yeah, I suppose if we can if we can be where we are with a pandemic, imagine what we could do without a pandemic, you know, so there's <laughs> there's maybe that side of it. Um, you know, we've I think that, you know, we're well on our way to to our goal of, of 150, you know, folks here in, in Northern Ireland. Um, you know, what's been very important to me throughout all of this is while we've seen massive growth, it's how do you how do you maintain the quality and the culture and just make sure that, you know, for us, it's never been a numbers game. It's always been about if we get the right talent, um, you know, if we get it faster than we expected we'll, we'll take it and we'll be opportunistic to say if there's great people let's bring them in if it were slower if it went the other way which it which it hasn't gone but had it gone the other way you know had a, a, a fully prepared plan for that as well if we were slow um you know to to get to the numbers it just happens to be that you know we continue to find great folks and and the folks that we've got here are now referring other people which you know i think it speaks a lot when when the current employees are are part of the recruitment team um you know because they obviously know what it's like on the inside so we're, we're very happy to be where we are um you know even even without a pandemic we'd be very happy to be where we are at the numbers that we're at but it 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 makes it even you know um just you know, kind of gives me a different perspective in saying, you know, we've done all this uh, in spite of what's been going on in the world. Um, you know, and, and honestly, just with everything going on and, and not all industries are 
are able to get through this in the same way. And you know, you, you, you obviously are very thankful for the, the first responders in the NHS. You're, you're very aware of the hospitality sector and, and tourism and, and, and restaurants and things like that and, and retail. And then you, know, you just happen to be in a category like us in technology that's very resilient for this. So you don't lose perspective of, you know, you know that it's a, it's a tough time for many people, many of our friends, many of our family. Um, but at the same time, you know, we, wanna, we wanna keep the foot on the accelerator from a technology standpoint. Um, because you know we're in a position where people can't work remote, so we want to make sure that we we do the best we can there. Yeah, and even just touching on what you said there about obviously yes, there are many sectors that have been unfortunate, but Northern Ireland is quite lucky in that our tech industry is, is thriving and it's managed to stay resilient throughout the pandemic. Um, and you know I know that Aflac made initial contact with Invest NA Invest NA pardon me in 2016 and then you guys decided to select Belfast for your base over 14 other cities so I just wanted to know what is the process then in selecting that city that you're going to set your base up in and why Belfast? Yeah so the why Belfast for us uh, and, and as we looked across you know many different cities in many different countries we wanted to find a place that we thought reflected our culture as a company uh, you know, our company is a 65-year-old company founded by by three brothers, so it's it's truly a family company. Um, you know, our CEO has been CEO for 30 years, and he's the son of one of the founders. And so we take we take the long view of things for sure. Um, and so we really enjoyed what we saw from the community standpoint uh, of Belfast from from the many visits we did in 2016, 2017, and 2018 before announcing in 2019. You know, there's three words that we talk about in Belfast that we saw, and that was uh, adaptive, resilient, and reinventive. And we found that, you know, just comparing it to all the other places we looked, there's not another city that we found that continues to adapt and reinvent itself. Now, mind you, this was all pre-pandemic that we were we were thinking about this, right? And so it really ends up paying off now, uh, and now is almost, you know, overused. But there's a there's a mural on the wall in our office that has those three words and the examples we would use as the proof points for that are you know this is Belfast is a city that one time was the linen capital and the rope making capital of the world then the shipbuilding capital of the world then world-class film studios and now you know the cyber capital um, so you you continue to see Belfast reinvent itself and adapt to whatever the world needs and if if you think you know Northern Ireland today you ought to see us tomorrow because we'll probably be known for something different and it's something that the world needs. And so to have that sort of resilience and adaptability pre-pandemic, of course, is a great place to set up a technology company because the one thing that we know is constant is change when it comes to technology. So if, if you go to a place that is used to changing and reinventing itself and has resilience to it, then you know, you'll, you'll be safe from a technology standpoint because you're, you're going somewhere where there's a people that are constantly reinventing themselves. So that was really the main attraction to Belfast. You know, fast forward to, to March of 2020 and all that would, would come our way, you know, that adaptability and that resilience really came to bear at that point. But, you know, we had selected based on, you know, how, how the, the, the country and the city of Belfast could continue to pivot, uh, and, you know, from, from different um, technologies and whatnot. So, yeah, we're thrilled. I mean, now it really, it really looks good when you, when you paint those things on your mural, um, you know, in, 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 in the beginning of the year and, and to now have them play out, you know, everyone will think it's because of the pandemic, but it was really things that were attracted to us, you know, before, you know, before there was uh, the pandemic to, to, to worry about. Yeah, he answered my next question there because I was going to say, you know, about, I know you'd said before that Belfast is adaptable and resilient and reinventive. And I was going to ask, are, are those still your thoughts now? But they obviously are. So that's positive. 
Yeah, there, there are thoughts now and they're everyone else's thoughts here in Northern Ireland. So what used to be we thought was somewhat of a unique uh, position that we take now it's it's every headline and everything is the, the resilience and the adaptability of a place. Um, but you know, I think that that's, uh, it's definitely proven out um, and, and is, is the right decision for us. And I think that, you know, we're, we're seeing that through the, the people that we're hiring and the work that they're doing. Yeah. Because I know back in February as well, uh, around that time, Affleck signed a 10-year lease for, for your premises in, in City Keys uh, for your Belfast Bases Technology Centre. And that, that is a really big commitment, you know, 10 years, it's a full decade. And with everything that has happened now as well, you know, it is a really big commitment. So it does sort of go to show your commitment and the company's commitment to, to Belfast as a city and as a tech centre. Yeah, that's, that's right. When we signed the lease... Um, you know that we had seven employees and we signed a 10-year lease for a building that holds 130 people and there were seven of us so you know you're, you know i'd say your hands shaking when you sign it but we i knew it wasn't because i knew the commitment that you know aflac when they when we make a decision we look at many different sides of it we study it we don't enter into things lightly we're an insurance company after all so we're used to being there for the long term just by our nature um, and, and so once we made the decision, you know, we wanted to show our commitment to, to the city and to say that this is where we want to be. And also for an employee, I mean, while we're a very well-known brand in the U.S., we're an unknown brand in Northern Ireland. And people want to know, is your company serious? Are you going to be here? Are you committed? Are you dipping your toe in the water? And the answer to that is we're not dipping our toe in the water. We are committed to this place. You know, we, we, we took three years of analysis to decide where to go. When we decided this was the place, we were confident that this is where we wanted to be. And now we've got 60 employees in a, in, in a building that holds 130. Um, and as we look to maybe ending the year closer to 70, you know, you're, you're already starting to look at the building and ask ourselves questions about it. But again, it was just a year ago that we were signing the lease and we had seven employees. So the, the growth has definitely, has definitely been there. Um, you know, I think one thing that we'll look at and all companies will look at is, how to use offices and our offices reimagined, you know, is this a place now for, for collaboration and for meetings and for, you know, creativity and then the work gets done at home as well. And back to our conversation about the hybrid, I think that, you know, it'll be somewhere in there, but yeah, we were, we were happy to show that commitment and we thought it was important to, to show the city and our current employees, as well as our future employees that, you know, we're here for the long haul and we want to be part of the tech community here in Belfast. Yeah, and then speaking about commitment as well, I know that you relocated yourself from the US over here to, to become the managing director of the Belfast base. That's a massive commitment personally, like obviously professionally, yeah, like the company is committing, but that's a massive personal commitment from yourself. Um, so how have you how have you found it, you know, living, you know, in the US and then coming over here? Like it's it's a very long way across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It we we've enjoyed it. We, you know, I've I've said that we're we're resident tourists. So, you know, almost every weekend, we're still trying to see something new and, and obviously staying within the government guidelines. But, you know, for the for the first year that we were here, I mean, just to give you an example, on the island of Ireland, we've been to 22 of the 32 counties we visited, um, you know, in, in the year and a half that we've been here. And our goal is to hit all 32 counties. And, you know, within Northern Ireland, if, if there's a castle, we've seen it, uh, you know, if there, whatever there is, we're, we're just taking it all in. And, you know, we've had a wonderful time here. The people have been very welcoming. We've got some great neighbors. Um, there's tons of stuff to do that we've enjoyed. So we've we've truly enjoyed living here. I came here with with my wife and our, our two kids um, and our dog, uh, and and so you know the, the whole the whole lot is here. But we've we've had a great time. Um, 
if you've never um, been a resident tourist somewhere, you, you ought to do it, even if it's your own town, um, because there's so many great things to see that, you know, I'm from Chicago and Atlanta originally, and I haven't done half the things that, you know, you, you yourself would do, Neve. If you visited those places, you'd go see all the things you're supposed to go see. Um, but because I lived there, I took them for granted, and we definitely don't take anything for granted here. You know, we, we recognize that we're here for a period of time. We want to see as much as we can, experience as much culture, taste as many foods as we can, do all the things that we want to do. So, yeah, we've had a great time with it. Yeah, no, that is what I was going to say. You know, you've been to more counties than I have and probably probably most people. But yeah, it is one of those things whenever you live in a place, like whenever I see people taking pictures of statues, even around Belfast, I'm like, oh, I don't even notice that statue was there. I wonder <laughs> what that's, what the historical significance of that is. But yeah, no, I agree. I should definitely get out down there <laughs> and, and do more around Belfast. Um, I know you guys as well had your Shared Skills Academy sort of earlier on in the year and you got a few hires from that. Are you still planning on hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, being able to do that in early 2021 as well? Yeah, we're looking at a probably be mid to late 2021, just based on um, where we are from having a balance of experienced hires versus new, new either grads or folks from the Assured Skills Academy that are new into tech. We want to make sure that we've got the right support structure for them once they get out of the academy to come in and continue their learning. We've been thrilled with the folks that we had. I mean, coming out of the Assured Skills Academy, you know, we had all, all sorts of, of different backgrounds. We had, you know, one person who was a, a tennis pro who was looking for a second career in technology. And she related everything she was doing in tech to the tennis court and strategy around the tennis court. And it worked and it made sense. Um, we had a, a junior doctor um, who was, you know, practicing in hospital that wanted a, a career in technology. And so she joined us as well. Um, you know, it's just been amazing to see some of the folks that have, have come out of those academies and that, you know, you'd have people that would make such a bold career move uh, to change into technology. I think, you know, it's it's obviously something that is well supported by the government here. Um, and, and I think it says a lot for the government here that they're, they're recognizing that, you know, technology jobs are, are something that are very resilient for the future and they want to invest in, in getting more people that want to be in those jobs in those jobs. So, yeah, we look forward to doing another one probably, um, you know, late 2021 um, and, and continuing to bring in more of those Assured Skills grads. That's amazing. The tennis analogy as well. It's always good to relate uh, sports analogies back to work. I think it's like the best way to visualize stuff. So that's, that's really cool. It's really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is for sure. When she started talking about the technology we're using here is Pega. And when she started relating it to some things and I, I play just enough tennis to be dangerous, you know, and I was thinking, she's exactly right. That is a great analogy for this. And it, it made sense for her and, um, you know, and it, it's working. So yeah, it, it is, uh, it is, it has been great to see, you know, just the different diversity of thought that comes in um, and, and really, you know, you just think about, we don't have everyone that, you know, did their GCSEs in technology, went to university in technology, and is now working in technology. We do have some of those folks, and they're, they're, they're great, obviously, but we also have folks that have come from a different background completely, and that does bring a lot of diversity of thought, which is enjoyable. Yeah, perfect. Well, Keith, congrats again on your first year here, and hopefully you have another great, successful next year, uh, and COVID, well, the C word doesn't uh, stay around for too long, hopefully. <laughs> I knew we couldn't get through it without someone saying it. It was it was either you or me. I thought it would have been me. I thought I was going to slip, but uh, you didn't finish the word. You just started it. So yeah, that's, just that's, a syllable. <laughs> that's fine. And no, I, I I got it. Yeah, no, we've we've had a great first year. We look forward to an even better uh, second year. Hopefully, with with no pandemic, no c word. Um, you know, we we hope that uh, you know, as a community, we all we all push through that and, and get beyond that. But yeah, we we're very excited where with where we are for our first year, and it does make us very excited about our, our second year and the years beyond that. 
perfect well good luck with it i'm sure i think you will be successful though you've been pretty successful so far so and the tech sector like you said is so resilient and so is aflex so yeah good luck and thanks so much for talking to me yep thanks for the time neve that's it for this week's episode of tech crack for all things tech and business in northern ireland visit syncni.com have a good week